Hello, everybody. It's Thursday, August 10th, 2017, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Justin Townsend. Hey there. Justin, we haven't done one of these in a long time. It's been a while. These fireside chats just get real low and close to the mic and talk like we're on NPR. I'm going to fall asleep if you do that. That's that's the point of this show. Oh, well, then you're down <laughs> your co-host. Um, yeah, it's been a uh, a week. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a stressful couple weeks. Yes. For everyone, I think. <laughs> and uh, today we, uh, there was, I had to do a lot of running around and I got here like a little bit later than normal and we decided like, let's just do a chilled out two person pod. Uh, we had a couple people who, like Hugh and Matt couldn't do it and then um, we weren't sure if Sam was going to be able to be here and then, uh, you know, when that happened, I was like, well, you know. You know, Kelsey, Kelsey definitely would have been here, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to be rushing around. Let's just do two people. Um, so uh, they're taking the week off. Next week, we'll be back strong. I think we're going to have a, a pretty full crew next week on, on the show. I think you're going to be on next week as well yes. to make up for missing a show. So back to back. We're going to have a full, a, full, a full boat going on here. Um, this week, we're going to talk about uh, games coming up. You know, uh, the games that we are excited about, the games that are just coming, the one maybe we're kind of iffy about as well, possibly. Um, and, uh, we're going to talk about the games that we've been playing. Of course, uh, we won't do like a traditional, our, our lightning round. It's only two of us. So we can just kind of go back and forth on it. Um, Justin, it's been a couple weeks since you've been on the show. I know. What have you been playing? Smite, Overwatch, something else. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been, I have <laughs> con- continued to play a lot of Smite, mm-hmm. uh, but actually I've taken a break from that for like the last week or so. Uh, last week I was super sick. Um, of course, you know when the virus goes around the house, it's only a matter of time. Right, right. And you're very uh, susceptible, susceptible to being sickness. Sick. Yeah. yeah, you get sick more than most people that I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's just the way it is for me. Yeah. Uh, and so I married. I don't want to say I, I married the wrong woman, but I married somebody who works in a medical profession and who is extremely immune to being sick. <laughs> Uh, so she carries it around with her and then passes it along to me all the time. Uh, but she actually, Angela actually got sick. She oh, was, wow. She was out of work for three days. I was which, gonna ask you if she got sick. Um, in the almost 15 years we've been, over 15 years we've been together, um, I've never seen her miss more than like a day or two of work. So mm. for her to miss three straight days, she was pretty, oh, wow. pretty hammered. And so I knew it was only a matter of time before I got it. Uh, so I got it and, um, I took advantage of being out of work for like i was out of work for like two days um i played the entirety of pyre in pretty much one day <laughs> um and yeah i have a lot of thoughts about that game uh have you continued to yeah, dig into it yeah i mean i probably i you know i've I probably probably done two or three sessions with it but i end up only doing like 40 minutes or an hour every time i play so um, I haven't gotten one big sustained session with it yet, but I probably played three hours ish yeah. of the game. I wish that there was like a time clock in it, mm. um, but I know that I must have put in a good like I'll say nine to ten hours in yeah. that day. So it's a long, it's it's a long game. I, I feel like it's longer than any other super giant game. Yeah, probably. I, don't I mean, remember, I, don't, I don't remember. I remember how remember long Bastion. I don't think Bastion was very long. And Transistor, I beat. I think in like six hours. That that's my memory of Transistor. It's been so long since I played through Bastion that I can't remember how long it took me. Um. So yeah, like it is a meaty game, and I did not expect that. Uh, towards the end of it, I feel like playing through it all in one day has skewed my opinions of it slightly. Probably because at a certain point, I was like, I kind of just want this to be over. I was enjoying. <laughs> I was. I was enjoying the story, but the um, actual playing of it, the competitive sport nature of it, 
after a certain amount of hours, I was like, I'm kind of just done with this. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because at the later uh, tail end of the game, it starts getting harder. And I feel like there's a lot I want to say about it, but I don't want to spoil anything about it because I went into the game completely blind. I knew that there was, you know, you're in this this wasteland, um, which there's no returning from. Uh, you find out there is a way to return from it because you compete in these rights and you were a reader and these people pick you up, the team, the Nightwings. But the Nightwings aren't who they say they are. And that's as much about the game as I knew. Um, and so playing through the game, I was immediately just smitten with it within the first couple of hours. Um, and then its systems began to reveal. Now, this, I, I say systems, but I don't mean like you get further and further complex things going on later in the game. What you do in the first hour, you're doing in hour 14. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but how you get from hour 1 to 14 and the way that the roster of this team shifts and the decisions that you make along the way are really the like the main gameplay aspect of it. The playing sports, the, the, like the basketball component of it, um, I found to be tedious towards the end, but the story, I think, is Supergiant's strongest story. It's an interesting, you know, multiple people, my wife included, have asked me, oh, what kind of game is this? And I'm like, that is a difficult thing to explain. Alex Navarro nailed it. He said that it is... um, um, NBA Jam Cross or something, right? Yeah, what was the, the, the... the game that I was terrible at, the RTS, um, the, the like the, the comic book, the hand-drawn one, um, the Banner Saga. Oh, the Banner Saga. Oh, yes. The, it, he said it's the Banner Saga minus the crushing sadness and adding sweet orb dunks. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty much what this game is. Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed the story of the Banner Saga. Playing it not so much because I wasn't that great. I was way better at this than playing the Banner Saga. Um, but it's visual nature. Like, it's, it's a visual novel. Mm-hmm. And... It's got well-written characters yes. uh, that you immediately like uh, or that you're you're drawn to. You were drawn to Rookie. Mm-hmm. I was not. Uh, but I did tell him not to, to shave that no, mustache. No, I told him to shave his mustache. Well, uh, like, you were apparently in the minority. Yeah. Because everybody yeah. else on Earth said, keep it. Yeah. Um, I, like, Joe Dariel was one of the characters I was mm. immediately drawn to. Um, and there are more characters that you meet along the way. Um, I mean, if you look at the trophies, it's pretty much one of the trophies just gives that away that you're being, going to be adding characters. Mm-hmm. Um there's multiple endings to the game multiple yeah that's what i heard many yeah um depending again well there's on a lot of choices you make a lot along of choices the way. you make yes. along the way and the choices that you make along the way can really damage um how well you play the game mm-hmm. um and that's all i'll say i enjoyed it i need more time to sit and think about it like i said i think playing it all in that one day when i wasn't feeling great like kind of put a little bit of um like it tempered my enjoyment of it a bit but at the end of the day, like I still think it's the best story and the best characters that Supergiant has put out. It's gorgeous looking. Yeah, uh, the music is good. Um, I don't know where I, I like I put it in the, the the hierarchy of these three games, but it's definitely if you enjoy Supergiant games, it's definitely worth yeah. playing. It reminds me more of the Bastion soundtrack than it reminds me of the Transistor soundtrack. There are a couple of really like I like the music cues that come in when you meet the the other teams yeah like i just met like this like um like the sort of like punk dog like team oh yeah 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 and it plays like this like sick metal when it shows up and it and, comes out of nowhere and, yeah like, that metal only comes up when you see them right yeah which i think is cool everyone has like their own theme and stuff like that and i enjoy that i like the way the characters interact with the situations that they're in and how some matches cause you to have to not use other characters or those characters have less going and they and they give you options so 
this just recently was the first time I had gameplay that was like action gameplay that was outside of the rights. Um, so yes. anyway, recently, um, for me, yeah, that was the only time that ever came up. Okay. So there's like a thing where you, I, I think, I think there's a thing where you have to protect. It's, ba- it's basically almost just like the rights, except all you're doing is like protecting an area instead of attacking an area. Yeah. And I heard that those, the first one you have to do and the other ones are optional. You can choose to do other ones. I never saw them. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I never even came across them. Okay. And I, had every single conver- I got all I got the trophies for like pretty much having every conversation. Uh, there's a book that you fill out. I got all the pages in the book. Like I saw pretty much everything that game had to offer, and yeah. then somehow I missed that. So go figure. Yeah, I mean, there's cool stuff with the like you said the storytelling, and I like um, the middle portions where you're talking and going through these journeys. It's got a very pen and paper RPG feeling to it. Where it's sort of like, you know, you go down this road and you feel you feel a sense of dread and, and you meet someone. And you can tell when you meet them that they have a, you know, an interesting personality and there may be that maybe they're friendly. And do you want to do this with them or do you want to do that with them? Like all this kind of stuff. And I, I like that stuff a lot. It, it It's fascinating the mix of the two things that, that are going on. Um, you know, I haven't played I think I played four or five matches of the of the rights at, at this point And. Um, I don't feel particularly good at it. Like I feel like okay at it, but I still feel like when I score most of the time, it's because the other like the CPU did something wrong, not because I did some like good strategy or or something. Yeah. Um, I like there's an imp that you get a- along the way, Tizo. and he can like fly. And the big part of the 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 rights, which is like the kind of like three on three sport thing, is there are these defense auras around the characters, except when you're holding the the orb or whatever and when you're holding the ball um these defense auras from the other people can just they'll eliminate you off the battlefield um and he can fly over them which is a which is a cool like little thing um and so and i i i'm tending to favor like the fast characters over like i really like uh jodriel as a character but in the matches She's, I mean, she's strong, but she's so big and she's so slow. But she's used for defensive purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's stuff to, there's a strategy involved, but yeah. like, I haven't got to the point yet where I've had to really sweat it all during them. And I know there's a point where it comes where it gets more difficult. It got, it got more difficult. Yeah. Um, I think I restarted one match. I mean, I could tell you there is a finite number of matches that you play. Yeah. Um, and apparently, like, if you, if you lose, it's not like game over, right? It's like, uh, yeah, I never, I ended up never losing. I, okay. I like, I, in the late teens or early 20s, I lost a match. Or I was going to lose a match and was like, ah, let me just restart this. Um, there was a trophy for losing a match, so I should have just let it happen. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. And I like there are modifiers that you could put on, much like Transistor, that makes it harder. Oh, you yeah. You get more experience. Mm-hmm. There's something And so, yeah, I, I put, like, a couple of those on at a time mm-hmm. um, where it's like, your pyre starts at 70 and theirs starts at 150. Yeah. And there was a couple of other ones, but, like, yeah, there's, like... There's where you could put on 12, like 12 of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So like, it's interesting. It's, it's very good and interesting and it's a whole thing. I mean, it def- is definitely. If you like super giant stuff, if you like Bastion, if you like yeah. transistor, it's like, you have to kind of play this and see it. And I would say too, if you like, like interesting, good, uh, affecting stories in games, it's probably a game for you as well. Um, the 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 soccer part it's it's like 90% story 10% competitive soccer yes you know it's like every every sort of i'll say the in quotes mission that you're on is almost all 
walking around like not walking around moving around talking to people in the world in the later game it though, ends it starts to flip a bit oh, okay uh you start doing a lot of those in a oh, row. okay because there's a you find a purpose to it mm-hmm. and that is like you, need, you like you'll need to do x amount before this next big thing happens um so yeah towards the end it, you it's still a lot of story but towards the end i started playing a lot more than i was gotcha i so if you go inside like the cart that you it's like your your transportation you're in this like wagon um you, you go in there and there's so many people to talk to and that's where this book is that kind of fills in the story of the world and you but you can also just kind of poke around at the stuff and like touch it and <laughs> did this thing where like i was like oh there are all these cobwebs so i started like cleaning the cobwebs and i really thought when i cleaned the whole thing up it would be like trophy no nothing nothing and i was like damn it yeah, as you play, more and more things start appearing in the cabin that I'll like yeah, to interact yeah. with. I just got like the they just did a thing where like they we made a deal with some group and they made our cabin like seaworthy or yeah, whatever. Okay. So like there's a bunch of stuff in there now. That I'll wasn't say there before. that you're yeah. I mean you're probably you're not even halfway. Yet. No, definitely not. I know I'm not halfway. Like I said, I'm probably at three hours yeah. into the game or something like that. Go. Yeah, um, you know it's been one of those things where like every time I sort of get momentum up with it, I have to stop for whatever reason. So it's something I just need to sit down and like plow through because I once I when I first start playing it the first like 10 minutes I'm like I don't want to do this and then like you get into it once I'm like 20 30 minutes into it I'm like all right all right okay I'm going now um, that's how I am with another game I'm going to talk about okay uh, um, so yeah I'm enjoying it so far you know we, we, we've talked many times on the show about the the two other games Bastion and, and Transistor and like when transistor came out i was like midnight like waiting for the like download button to happen you know and i played it like two hours the night it came out and all this kind of stuff like i was obsessively ready for transistor to come out and then for me transistor was not the game i was looking for um and so like i'm very excited about this game and i love but my excitement is like tempered because of my I wouldn't say dislike because I did like Transistor. My lack of enthusiasm for Transistor has sort of bubbled down like this game a little bit for me. I'll be interested to see what you think. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to finish it. I mean, it's not that long. So it's long compared to these games, but not long in like regular games, regular game sense. Uh, what else have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of Nintendo. Yes, you have. Like a lot of it. Yeah. Um. So I have 15 hours in Splatoon 2. Um, I got to play Crazy. in the Splatfest this weekend. Um, mayo, mayo or ketchup? I was Mayo, but so Mayo won. More people voted for ketchup, but Mayo won more matches. Right? Yes, Is that what happened? Because a lot of ketchup versus ketchup matches were happening, and mm. I don't know how their algorithm works. Like when they're figuring this out, yeah. who cares? The right team won. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely. Yes, I'm Team Mayo as well. Uh, I wish like I could have gotten in a better one. Like I don't like either of those things very much, but oh. I had to choose one. It was Mayo. I love mayonnaise. Ketchup is good for like two things. It's like, oh, if you're gonna have a French fries, okay, I'll have some ketchup. I don't even like French fries. I don't like oh, really? ketchup at all. Oh, really? If I'm, if I'm gonna have a hamburger, I like it on my hamburger. But mayo is like, I like it on a ton of stuff. Oh God, Angela is a ketchup fiend mm. and turned Jor into one. So Jor has ketchup on like everything he could possibly can, even things he shouldn't have ketchup with. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I put a lot of time, like fifty. I did not expect fifteen hours. Mm-hmm. Jor loves it. Um. I've been playing up with Jor a lot. Um. Building like a little bond with him and we're playing things. So yeah, he, he's playing Splatoon and I keep trying to have him use the roller because it's easiest for mm-hmm. him and because he can't understand the concept of a second stick at all. He's not there yet. So it's like, just go straight with the roller mm-hmm. and he'll eventually run people over, but then he wants to use guns. It's like, okay, well, you got to hit the button to shoot. He's like, come, come foreign concept. <laughs> um, Splatoon 2 is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely, completely amazing. 
except when you actually when it comes to the <laughs> the outside of the game yeah, yeah the core characters style presentation playing the game mm-hmm. amazing yeah way better like when splatoon 1 came out maybe i just wasn't in the right headspace for it or what but it it did not grab me at all right i mean it's a very similar game so i think it's probably a headspace thing more than anything else um and this one has just grabbed me completely mm-hmm. um everything else about the game the networking the changing your weapons between matches the meeting up with friends it is all a dumpster fire mm-hmm. of the most ridiculous like proportions yeah. like i don't understand how nintendo gets away with this stuff well the funny thing and the funny thing about it is it's not like an online game that's broken where they're like we get it we know like it's just on fire we're trying to fix it these were these were like strategic like well-planned decisions by them to do these things which and is they, crazy they're the worst decisions yeah. i've ever seen yeah. in an online game like, i talked about prey a couple of weeks ago and i said it's the best game i've ever played with like the worst i think i forget the, the term that i use but yeah. like performance issues yeah this is one of the best games i've ever played with the worst um that's what i'm looking for here like a structure mm-hmm. of a game that i've ever seen like the decisions that they made for everything is the wrong decision if it is not coming to actually playing the game and the things to do with the game. Yeah. Uh, but like all that other stuff is just, it's, I mean, we, I know we talked about it on the podcast last week and pretty much you can find this opinion everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. I have no idea how to play with friends still. None. I don't even know. I don't even know if you can. You can. Here, you, you have to, here, here's how I know you can play with friends. And, and Hugh, Hugh and I actually tested this during the Splatfest. There was a thing for like play solo or play with a team. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we tried to play with each other. Like we tried to use the app and group up, but we didn't want to use the voice chat app uh, part of it because we figured a our phones are going to go to sleep mm-hmm. and we're going to discommute. Uh, we'll you know we won't be able to hear each other or we'll go silent or whatever. Mm-hmm. So let's use Discord while using the app. Can't do that. Mm-hmm. It tells you to shut down Discord. <laughs> Which that's not. I don't know if that's been mentioned anywhere. No, no. But you can't use Discord while using the app. Uh, okay. For voice chat. You can, like, invite and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I could not join Hugh, and Hugh could not join me. We kept getting communication errors. So we didn't even get to test to see if we can go in as a team. The only way I know to go in as a team is to get to league battles, mm-hmm. which means you have to play to level 10, Yeah. go to ranked, and then rank up in an individual playlist to B-, and you start at C-, minus. and ranking up in there is a nightmare. <laughs> it is the hardest mode I've ever played in, I think, any game to win a match. <laughs> Yeah, um, I could be playing really well. Like I'm not bragging or anything, mm-hmm. but like let's just say I have a really good match, mm-hmm. which has happened, and I have teammates who are running into walls mm-hmm. or like more concerned with killing the opponents than playing the objective. Mm-hmm. And so you eventually would get halfway up. Um, like there's a bar that you have to fill, and if you keep losing, cracks start appearing in the bar. And if you're at a certain threshold, if you're like if you're at a th- certain threshold or not, and the threshold it doesn't show, it's just like halfway and the bar completely cracks, you will fall back to that threshold. So if you're not there, you will fall back to the beginning. If you're at the threshold and past it, you will fall back to the threshold and have to restart. And then from there, I think you could go back down to like completely C minus. So I finally made it to C after like, I don't know, three or four hours of playing ranked matches. <laughs> Cause I would go, I would win like two in a row and I'd be like, sweet. And then I would lose five or six in a mm-hmm. row. And I mean, we would get demolished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but man, that game is like the actual playing of that game is phenomenal. Yeah, it feels so tight, and it is so colorful, vibrant. It, it like it kind of blows me away every time I play it. Yeah, I mean the the thing about Splatoon is that like 
in the like the I think the Shangri La of the way Nintendo feels like you should play the video game, it works t- totally fine. Which is either you play single player or you just go to play turf four or you play rank battle and you're not you don't care about like getting in with anybody else. You know you're you're not the kind of person who's concerned with switching weapons in between all that kind of stuff. You know, um, but unless you're in that exact scenario, if you're used to playing any other multiplayer game, it, it's it's it sucks. It's mind boggling. The only way you can play with friends, and it's so stupid, it's so stupid the way they do this, is so, like, let's say you and Hugh were, like, ready to go play together, right? Yeah, I know what you're going to say. You you hit play, and Hugh hits friends, and then it, if, if you're, as long as your lobby doesn't fill up before Hugh finds you, he can join your game. You know, we've done that, and I've done that with Cody mm-hmm. and with um, Megs and Hugh. Mm-hmm. So we did three of us in at a time. And I'll say... They both got into the lobby. One time, I think somebody had to wait for my match to be done mm-hmm. and the people to drop, and then they were able to join. I'll say it was 70-30. They were on the opposite team. Oh, yeah, always. It's, I feel like it always happens. Yeah. And so it was like, all right, like it's frustrating. Like At least we're together and in the same, yeah. you know, in the same one, and we could roll the dice and see yeah. if we're going to be on the same team. But most of the time, they were on the other team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a lot of Splatoon. Um, I'm up to like 25 hours in arms. That's nuts. I continue to really enjoy that game. Jor enjoys that game so freaking much. Um, I, I dipped into rank battles again. I'm like rank four now, which is nothing, but still, um, trying whenever I go in there, I'm like, let me at least try and win one ranked match. And then I get really salty if I don't, um, um, but still playing like party mode in that game where mm. it's just, you throw yourself into that lobby and win. And sometimes I have really good runs where I, I start getting, um, a handicap and other times not so much. And then I put like 17 hours into breath of the wild last week. Uh, so I'm over 40 hours now. Um, we've been talking about this. Uh, yeah, Justin, Justin, Justin's trying to, Justin is like already like posturing about his hour count. Yeah, no, well, like I wasted 10 hours of the game completely. <laughs> uh, so I, I bought the DLC cause I wanted to see the hero's path for, for like, I'll say 10 hours. I mm-hmm. couldn't find a shrine, mm-hmm. like maybe one I, I came across and I did the whole climb towers thing and looked around and saw nothing like nothing and i found a couple of shrines like i just started walking and then i went to wherever eventide island is mm-hmm. like on the map i don't know if that's west or east it's or way east okay so like i just kind of went east for a while and unlocked a whole bunch of towers and shrines that way but like a lot of the shrines that i saw were like here's a major test of strength and like i went all the way out to eventide island because i was like oh there's an island out there let me go see what that's what oh, that's the about. little island yeah and so like i found like a couple of shrines that a i wasn't just ready for mm-hmm. And so for a long time, I was going hours without finding a single shrine. And right. so I looked at my – after I, what I ended up doing was I was like, I need to start doing something in this game. So I looked at a guide and was like, okay, here's a whole bunch of shrines that I just, just missed. And so I was like, you can actually do the hero's path thing where it shows you your last 200 hours mm-hmm. and start from the beginning. And I looked and I watched my path walk around shrines next to shrines <laughs> like 30 or 40 yards away but they were either hidden or... do you have did you have the thing on yeah i had the thing on okay um in the beginning i didn't okay. because one of the articles i read was like play this thing without a hud and just enjoy oh, it that yeah, way yeah, yeah. And it looks great that it way does. and it's fun to explore but like the people who do that have to luck into just finding a few right off the bat yeah. to get going or they have to be in love with just like the wandering aspect yeah. of and so game. like i wandered but what i would do is i wander in a straight line mm-hmm and I just walked past so many of them. So now I'm, uh, I have like 45 shrines. Okay. I'm 40 hours in, but at this point, I ha- yeah, I have the, the waypoint finder on or the shrine finder on. And 
I'm just trying to play catch up. Mm -hmm. And so the next thing I'm doing is I still have like two or three areas of the map that I haven't unlocked. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm in the process of walking towards those right now. And, um, I'll climb the towers. I'll get as many shrines as I can see. And then my goal is to, I have to, I have to beat this game. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, I would say that like, I mean, you do all the divine beasts. Obviously. I've done one so far. Okay, so which one did you do? I did the one in the desert. Okay, all right. That's 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 usually the, like the last one everyone does. Yeah, I know. Somehow I ended up there first. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I mean I I saw that. That was the first one I like. That's got the first near. one I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. I went into that mountainous region and I could see the thing out in the distance. And mm -hmm. I like that was like 15, 16 hours ago. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not ready for that. Mm -hmm. Whatever that is, I have like five hearts. Yeah, and yeah. getting there. And so eventually when I had like seven hearts, I went over there and I was like, okay, I'm doing something wrong. I'm mm -hmm. dying instantly. And so then I found Gerardo or yeah. Gerardo Village. Um, they did the whole quest mm -hmm. and went on from there and then beat it pretty handily. Um, it's a really good game. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's been said on here ad nauseum, but it's what it does, it does really well. It's just like I happened to just do everything wrong in the beginning. <laughs> so like I, I feel like, yeah, I have 40 something hours in. It wouldn't shock me if I like went back and did it all over again if I cut out like 13 hours right. of just aimless wandering without any accomplishment yeah i mean i would tell i would say that like um what what's the what's the prize you get for the desert one what what's like the item the electricity you get? thing electricity thing which is great i didn't even know that stuff existed yeah i, I had no idea i got a special bonus for doing these yeah things. the one from the wind one is like it'll change the way you play the game where is the wind one the wind one's like where the birds are like it's um i, I can't remember oh, right i have a prince that wants to talk to me okay uh, I don't know. That's water. I'm no, that's the water one. He's amazing. Yeah, that's what everyone <laughs> says. Um, He's one of my favorite characters in the game. Um, but there's like a, there's like the bird uh, Reku. I can't remember the name of the exactly. Um, the, the the item he gives you after you win is like it will it will it takes it takes one of the central like like frustrations like, if it has anything to do with stamina and climbing i'm yeah, ready for it yeah, yeah okay. it does because a lot of that 10 hours i wasted was trying to climb things that i was just not mm -hmm. like i didn't have the stamina for and having no stamina potions mm -hmm. or anything to do with like anything to do with stamina and like that's where i'm struggling with the game is i'm not finding now i am like now i found i found a bunch of things that i could like cook for stamina but like cold resistance most of my time running in the mountains is well I'm just gonna keep eating these potions. Yeah, or like like I have not like no not 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 cold resistant potions, but like oh. let, me, let me eat this meat so that way I get some health back because <laughs> I never can, like I can't find cold resistant stuff for the life of me. Oh really? I can't find it anywhere. That's crazy. And I'm running around like you know I had heard somebody like early in the game be like, well before you climb the volcano, there's usually things around the base of the vo volcano uh -huh. that will make it so you can have heat resistance. Mm -hmm. So I assumed I would find stuff like that for anything near cold. Nope nowhere it's like i was running in the desert and freezing to death at night and i was like this is just fantastic i'm surrounded in a desert and i'm going to freeze to death well, you know if you hold a torch it yeah. helps and stuff like that it's awesome if you call, if you can find a torch <laughs> i have all other i have all other weapons and any like wooden weapons i have i know i can light on fire yeah, yeah, yeah. but i never really have any i have all metal mm -hmm. this game seriously to hell with the rain there's a whole there's a whole area where if you have metal weapons you're pretty much boned oh i was in i've been in that area okay <laughs> i took care of the rain okay <laughs> i took care of the endless rain and the endless i was like why isn't it not why why won't it stop raining i was trying to climb this freaking mountain for like no lie a half hour and i was like it's eventually got to stop let me find this little cave i'll go to sleep I'll, I'll when i wake up it'll be it'll be over came out still raining i was like well enough of this yeah, yeah. and then i eventually figured it out asshole game it's really good though <laughs> um 
and it, it, it it's and um getting the memories helps as well yeah i i um i, w- I wouldn't be afraid to use a guide for that i'm gonna like, use a guide for that because like it, like it's like cool find these areas it's like this game is huge yeah there were ones i found just because i was like in areas or i could notice things and stuff like that um but uh, after a while i looked at a guide um have you gone to the lost woods yet no okay i know where like i know i have to get there because yeah. i have 48 uh whatever seeds mm-hmm. um karako no karak seeds uh, yeah korak seeds it's korak seeds um yeah i have like so have you have you gone to him multiple times? Yes, and I know he's high. Like I, I looked up, like where did he go? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, he's in the Lost Woods. It's like, okay, great. I haven't yeah. found the Lost Woods yet. He goes. He's at first place. You can go to him twice, and then yeah. he moves to another place. You can and go I to him twice. It, and okay. Then, and then I went. And he moves to the Lost Woods. Yes. Okay. I have like forty-eight of those things. Okay. I need to go. The Lost Woods in. is a cool place. It's 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 getting there is interesting. Yeah. There's like a puzzle to get there. Great. It's Fantastic. cool. Um, I saw one. I saw a video. Yeah, obviously these videos are less less prevalent now because the game has been out for so long yeah. but i saw another video of like weird way people people get around like you know the like the puzzles and shrines and stuff like that and somebody took a bomb and oh yeah i watched this video and they like put like an octo rock like balloon on it and had it like and had it um pushed it out pushed it out and then like use another bomb to like to create a draft so they could go up with their their glider and then flew hit the other bomb and exploded it and it made them do like a little oh, flip and it landed on top of the the way out the way out yeah it's amazing people are crazy how do you steer any boats because i find rafts you need sometimes... a, you need something to blow the wind you need like the leaf i don't even know where this i'm not if you like a if you, single leaf if you like knock down trees like like palm trees near the, the near them they must always like leaves will almost always fall down yeah i've never knocked down any trees Really? I mean, in the beginning of the game, when I had an axe, but I haven't had an axe in a while. Oh, you can knock it down with anything. Yeah, but like I, I didn't even think to do that. Yeah, yeah, because you get wood and something you can make stuff. I tried making an airship, but that didn't work out so well. Yeah. It like the front of the boat, the, the front of the thing just kind of flew, like flew up, and I was like, well, mm. there goes like six octo things. <laughs> mm. It's a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played much of it, and there, I mean, it's not that long of a game, but I played about forty-five minutes of Tacoma last oh. night. Oh. Which is okay. the next game from Fulbright, the people who made Gone Home, and it's another, um, you know, uh, first-person exploration game. And this one is you're a basically an independent contractor who gets hired by a corporation to go to a space station, uh, which the people on it have basically gone missing or died. You're not really sure. They don't give you a ton of information when you, when you show up. Something has gone wrong there, and you're there to recover the data from the artificial intelligence that um is on the ship and you you have to you have these like these ar things you put in your ears and it allows you to like communicate with the with the company that hired you but it also lets you see like the ghost images of um the previous crew members because in this in this space station it's space in the future like um the corporation much like you know google tracks your phone data or whatever and your map data these ar things um the corporation that they work for tracks all their movements and all of their conversations with these AR things. And so there's like ghost data in the air left over that you can pick up with your AR stuff. And so you're, you're watching like kind of like their last days. Um, and you know, you, you kind of start these, these recordings back and then in, you'll walk into a room and it's completely empty. And then you start running these recordings and then you'll see like these colored wire frames of, of these like six crew members that are on the ship and basically plays like a movie of what happened in this two minutes or whatever. Um, and you can walk around the space freely 
and go see what the what the conversations are happening between two people here, two people over here, two people over there in this one area that you're in currently. And there, you get like a play bar at the bottom of your screen, and there are like touchstones on it. There'll be like little lines that'll be like, oh, there's like an event that happened at this time in the recording, and um, you like you kind of have to do them multiple times because you'll watch it and follow one person and get their event, then restart it and walk over to somebody else and get their event. Um, and you can like kind of like hack into like their um, or retrieve data from their AR thing. So you can see like some of their emails and their messages and stuff like that. But it's a lot of it's corrupted and broken up. Um, and the one thing you learn is that the company that hired you, you get like a message that says like, um, any left behind AR data from, um, previous crew members is strictly, uh, you know, company information. We, we please ask that, uh, you, you know, contractor does not, does not view said information, but of course that's what you do. That's what you do. Um, and you know, the game hasn't totally revealed itself yet, you know, to me, like exactly what the, the what the, what is, I know that this crew gets bad news at the very beginning and they're kind of their, their life support's going down, their communications are down, and they don't know what they're going to do. Um, but there's other bits of it, you know, coming in and out as, as we go, much like Gone Home, right? Had, like, you were learning as you went what was going on. And it's very much a rummaging game like Gone Home. Like, there's a lot of stuff. You can pick up almost everything in the world. You can look at it. You can throw it around, you know. Some of it means something. Some of it means nothing. Um and the game is basically based around you go into an area like you go into the crew quarters first you put like your little like computer book into the into the wall it goes like okay ai data recovery 1% and then it like fills up as you the time you walk around the the area the time you get back it's filled up and you go to the next place it's very linear in in that way and there's not a lot of um unlike gone home which let you kind of wander the ha- whole house as much as you wanted and then you know, there were just certain areas that were gated off. This is much more like you go to this area, then you go to that area, then you go to this area. Um, I want to pick it up. I've uh, I've been interested in it. And from the things I've heard, like I'm interested in just seeing uh, what happens at the end. Yeah, yeah. I've heard cool things about the end. You know, I heard it's still like gone home three, four hours max. Yeah. Probably finish it in shorter if you kind of go, go, go. Some of the coolest stuff in this has been some of the coolest stuff like it wasn't gone home, which is there are these major recordings that you get into, right? Where it's like, here is obviously the plot like part of it. And like, this is the stuff that you're going to use to, I guess, solve the mystery. But much like gone home, I'm not sure if it's doing like a, oh, you think this is this type of game, but it's really this type of game, you know, kind of thing. Because gone home very much played on like that first person horror trope. Um, at least for the beginning of it. And then sort of slowly revealed it was something else. Right. I'm not sure if this is what it's doing that, that same thing. Um, but there are these awesome, you go, you go into like side areas, like, like the, like some of the, like, oh, this is just like, you know, the Lieutenant's room and you play her recording and it's like a little bit more messed up, but it's just her like, like sitting around, like playing the guitar, you know, like on her bunk and like trying to, trying to work on a song and singing. And like, there's those cool little moments that were all over gone home as well. Um, the writing is great so far and the voice acting is great. You know, I, I fully don't, I, do, I don't expect it to have the same effect on me that gone home had on me when when I played it the first time. No, and from what I've heard, it's not going to. No, and and like obviously Gone Home is a when I played Gone Home, it was the first time I I played a game It's like a touch like that. Game. Yeah, exactly. It was like I've never played it and obviously that genre has become very popular and it kind of started before Gone Home with stuff like Dear Esther and stuff like that, but Gone Home was obviously the touchstone like now everyone's paying attention to these yeah. walking simulator games and um you know, I I I'm enjoying it so far and I, and I like the storytelling. I just don't know how it's going to 
how it's going to pay off for me. But I'm expecting just to be like, oh, that was a really good story. You know, I want to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Twenty bucks uh, on Steam and on Xbox One. I don't. It's not on PS4 yet. Yet, mm. hopefully. I will definitely come to PS4 at some point, but yeah. probably next year. I think at some point this is one of their like timed exclusive things. Um, it's so weird. I get this happens sometimes with with like Steam games. I don't know why it happens. I booted it up and it booted up in like four by three, two fourteen by like something resolution like all the lowest settings weird. it was so weird and then i just booted, i just bumped everything up to full obviously because it's not a very taxing game but um yeah so that's that was one of the big story games i've been looking forward to and the other one i don't think either of us have played yet have you played any hellblade yet no not yet yeah so that game has gotten amazing reviews yeah um ninja theory who made dmc uh the devil may cry remake and enslaved. Uh, enslaved and heavenly sword um i've always really liked their games and this game got announced a few years ago had a relatively big like e3 presence a couple years ago mm-hmm. trailers and a press conference and then went dark and then went dark and then they just like put it out digitally 30 bucks um but it's getting ridiculously good reviews like especially for the story so i'm looking forward i watched the giant bomb quick look um I watched a little bit of it and uh, i was like yeah this game looks awesome um so i'm excited to play that game I, I don't really know much about it other than the little bits that i've seen the 30 minutes i saw on giant bomb so I'm looking forward to checking it out because apparently it's it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Story-wise. Yeah. Um, what else have you been playing? Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I, I booted up Overwatch, uh, tried to anyway, because I was trying to stream with Kelsey um, yesterday, but it was down when I we tried. Mm-hmm. Um, their new summer event is out. Oh, yeah. Awesome uh, skins. Some really amazing skins. Yeah. <laughs> um, been playing with Kel- we've been playing that at least once a week with Kelsey, mm-hmm. um, trying to help Kelsey uh, get a little more acclimated to first-person shooters. Um and then, like, yeah, some spite here and there, but, like, oh, seriously, like, the most of my time has been spent playing Nintendo. I mean, in the last two weeks, I've put in 15 hours in Zelda and 15 hours in Splatoon, plus another five in ARMS, mm-hmm. and then finishing up Pyre. So, like, I uh, yesterday was the first time I turned on my PlayStation in, like, four or five days, which I can't <laughs> ever remember happening before. Yeah, we joked the other day that, like, you're playing all Nintendo games, and I'm playing all competitive-only online multiplayer shooter. And why am I you? And why are you me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I put more. I put more. Ten more hours into that. Yeah, no. I really got to get around to playing that game eventually. Uh, um, you had some Hugh won another fucking chicken dinner without me. <laughs> um, I'm gonna laugh when I come on and I t- and I get it. I'm not saying this to be egotistical or anything, but it'll just be like Murphy's Law. I get it within like the first like hour or two. Yeah, of playing, yeah, yeah. Played, totally. Like ninety hours. Yeah, of it. I know, I know. Um, but uh, what I'll say about it is that like Hugh and I. It's it's interesting game because like playing solo, playing duo, or playing squads, the the strategy is just completely different, and it, it changes the strategy completely. Like Hugh and I playing just the two of us have gotten like pretty good at the game. Like we are very consistent. Like you know, most of the time we're in the top ten, and most of the time it's not like top ten. We've avoided people the entire game. Most of the time it's top ten. We've gotten to a couple scrapes. We've come out on top, and we're making it near the end. Um, uh playing in squads is like a totally different scenario because like you get shot by your team a lot yeah well yes that happens quite a bit um but other than that um (laughs) it's just more to manage right because like if you're because if you're a duo it's much easier to like okay i'm going here i'm going here do this do that do this we're gonna work this we're gonna and hugh and i now have like sort of like tactics that we don't have to talk about anymore you know we did we had a match the other day where we were playing it was we we didn't stream it but like we, we were in the top 20 and like we got down to a point where we saw two people like in an open they were in like this sort of like lumber yard area and they ran behind these two logs and like you know we were trying to shoot them from where they were and they were shooting back and you know Hugh 
And I was like, okay, so Hugh was, you know, trying to hit him with the, he had the long scope. I had the auto shotgun and I was like, Hugh, I'm going up. So I just like ran around and they were so distracted by Hugh shooting at them that they didn't know I was walking up next to them. And so I took the two of them out with my, with the auto shotgun, you know? And it's like, when you do stuff like that, you feel awesome, right? You feel like, oh my God, I'm amazing at this. And then, you know, you die 30 seconds later. Um, But like those moments feel great. And he and I have those moments down. Like when, when we've played, because we haven't played that much like this, like when it's like me and Megs and Chuck and Hugh, it's a totally different story because like we, we are, I think Hugh and I are so used to playing in duo that we play more like a duo and Chuck is used to playing solo. So he plays more like solo, you know, and Megs is still learning the game in, in, in a lot of ways, you know, and, and she's kind of been thrown in the deep end of learning the game because she's playing with people who have played for a bunch of hours already. So it's like a totally different experience, you know, and we haven't we never really like played enough together for a long period of time to go, OK, what are our tactics going to be when we play as a squad? Um, so, you know, we got, we had a, pr- a couple, pr- a couple decent games for sure, but you know, it's just, it's a total learning process. Um, and that's the kind of game too, where it's like, you know, you can feel like, oh man, I'm really getting better at this for like a couple of hours. And then you can have 10 straight matches where you get killed the first time you see anybody and you know, you feel like dog shit, yeah. you know, you can't break 40 or 70 or whatever, you know, and you learn things as the game goes along. Like you can hide your way to top. 30 top 20 pretty easily you know you you as long as you kind of like are smart about where the circle is and you kind of just stay in houses and hide in bathrooms you can avoid most fights but then it's all about like when you get down to the top 10 and you're just in a field together like you've got to be able to not not just be good at shooting because whatever like you know um you can be the best shooter in the world but if you're not accustomed to the the scenarios you're going to get in or you don't know what to do or you're panicking about what you're going to do then you're going to lose you know so that's really kind of where the metal comes down to it but um you're still having a lot of fun playing it you know and and i I definitely prefer playing in duos or squads like it's just you know it's the whole like you're in a chat room with your friends and then sometimes you're shooting guns like that's kind of what it feels like um so i I haven't played really played much solo in in a long time but still still cooking away on that and i played a little bit of Fortnite, like two hours of Fortnite, um, and uh, Hugh and I did a, did a video of it this weekend. We're gonna put up this week, but it, it it's fun. Like it, the shooting feels good. Um, it and Hugh talked about this on the podcast. Like it's there's too many systems. Yeah, I had heard it's got a ton of systems and just not explained. Like like you know, forget about just like the the in game. It's like you have you have combat mode build mode and edit mode that's wait <laughs> but that stuff is like okay but then there's like subsystem there's like okay you've got your hero and on the other heroes you can unlock the other characters you can unlock um but then you also have like um survivors that can be in your base um that have certain stats that can do something to help your base and you have like defenders who are like npc characters who can who will fight alongside you in in, in matches um I'd love to get the inside story of where this game went yeah. for as many years as it did. Like, if it's, I mean, it's very early access when you're looking at it. Yeah, it is. I mean, but like, yeah, this game was announced six, seven years ago. Uh, yeah, where, like, what happens? I want, I want to know what happens. Yeah, well, Danny uh, O'Dwyer, no, yeah, Danny O'Dwyer needs to make a documentary about it for his no clip thing. Yeah, I know. Mm. It's probably been in like closed betas, like for, for years. years. No, I, yeah. I, know, I know that much, yeah. but still, like, yeah. Well, I will say this, what is there, like the world and the systems and the, the gameplay all feel really good and are are interesting and well fleshed out. They just need to tutorialize and make using them 
better and more fluid. Um, it's like just a little too much to like throw people in and be like, here is like a million things to learn and here's no um yeah. but the the loot boxes are cool the loot, the that. llama things are cool um that's what i've been playing um like i said hoping to jump into hellblade and and play a bunch of that um the long dark is also on my my radar which is out right now as well there's a lot of games upcoming yeah there is which we're going to talk about right now yes <laughs> uh so yeah i have a list in front of me and i'm like it is a giant list of pretty much everything that's coming out so i'm just gonna go over some of i'm gonna scroll through until okay. the end of the year okay and we're gonna go over and we do this every august i yeah. think we're gonna just preview the end of the year um so where are we right now here we go august 8th so upcoming i'm gonna just start naming things uh nidhogg 2 which yeah. i think is gonna be a fun game to, yeah, totally. for, for us to stream yeah absolutely uh, that comes out on ps4 and pc on the 15th uh nice i'm excited about that the lost legacy yes uh for ps4 on the 22nd mm-hmm. which is I'm getting more and more excited about it the more i think yeah, about it. totally I could, I could play six hours of an uncharted game uh yeah uh then mario and rabbit's kingdom battle mm-hmm. is on the 29th yeah uh man that game I, i'm very excited to play it's gonna that be game. A, it's gonna be a fascinating experience to play that game especially knowing your your i guess propensity for strategy games and how you generally Hate deal them. with them yeah i know, yeah, I, know. Uh, I mean the biggest game of the year is knack 2 that comes out on september <laughs> yeah. 5th yep. uh destiny 2 which tried to get out of the way of knack 2 ends up on the 6th mm-hmm. um, it's a friday i think destiny 2 is a wednesday it was originally going to be a friday i think it was going to be the 8th which was a friday oh okay and they moved it up to the 6th gotcha sorry i didn't really i thought it was like the other way around if they moved it yeah, yeah I, okay. I i could be wrong on that no i um, mean but it is september 6th um do, 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 do divinity original sin 2 which is like i know is like the first divinity game got really good reviews that comes out on yeah PC that's on been early 14th. access for a while like yeah game. yeah uh metroid samus returns yeah the 3ds game comes out on the 15th might actually charge my 3ds and play a game i was wondering that yeah <laughs> uh marvel vs. capcom infinite comes out on the 19th yo september is stacked. i don't really care about that game well no it's a fighting game why would yeah you? but i like i care about like it's a fighting Marvel game. characters. Yeah, I know, but were you ever interested in MVC three? Yeah, I played MVC three. Did you really like it? I thought it was. It's like it was like fun to like mash buttons and see crazy stuff happen. Yeah, for sure. I just like I don't know. Like uh, I'm just not into it for whatever reason. Uh, Pokémon Tournament DX. Okay, comes out on the twenty second. I feel the same way about that game. Yes, uh, Cuphead on the 29th. I'll believe it when it's out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, FIFA eighteen also on the 29th. Cool. So now we move into October. Uh, for- maybe this maybe this will be a year I play FIFA. Because like I, every couple of years I, pl- I play FIFA. Stop it. I don't think so. Why? Every couple I, every couple of years I buy it. You have a massive backlog and you ain't getting through it this month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But like FIFA is the kind of game like you just play it like when you're like bored of everything else. Like it's not a game I put a lot of time into. All right. Maybe. Play with you sometimes. A Force of Seven is out on October 3rd. Talk about games I do not care about. Uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of War. Very much care. Yes. Uh, that is on the 10th. Um, that microtransaction thing sounds so, not great. Sounds horrible. I just hope that they didn't bork the game for it. I doubt they did. For some reason, I have no interest in playing that game. I don't know why. And I know when I play it, I'm going to like it. But like, there's so many other games I have like on my plate right now that it's like one of those ones. It's like, I think I'll get to that this year. It's ahead of Assassin's Creed. I know that. Yeah, totally. Of course. I know. Is there a sequel to the game? I feel like you're just still angry at that game because you wanted Transistor to win. Oh, no. I don't really care about that. It was a good game. I platinumed it. <laughs> Uh, the Evil Within 2. Yeah. A game we possibly could be could, playing. Could, yeah, possibly. Uh, the first the one is so weird. 13th. It's just like a weird... It's like a, it's a weird to get excited about a game that I didn't really enjoy the first game, so... 
Uh, okay, October is out of control. Yeah, I'm just so, going to go down the whole October. October's Grand, nuts. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport on the 17th. Again, I don't care, but that's a, still a big game. Big game. South Park, the Fractured But Whole on the 17th. That's a game. That's a game that... I have no interest in, but I'm going to have to play. Me, like, I f- love The Stick of Truth. Like, it was probably, I think it was my top three that year. Oh, but you have no interest out. in playing But it. I have, like, no interest in it, but just because it's been delayed so much. Everything I've seen feels like way way too like if where the first game felt so much like a south park thing and didn't feel like they were trying too hard or only trying as hard as south park tries too hard everything i've seen of this game is just not done anything for me so i mean i if the reviews come out and they're like oh my god it's amazing it's hilarious i'll play it but it's just for me it's that game and i'm like oh right that game oh, that's oh if i've ever seen a month like this before um so yeah that was on the 17th mm-hmm. destiny 2 for pc comes out on the 24th okay then the new Assassin's Creed Origins comes out the 27th, mm-hmm. the same day as Super Mario Odyssey yep. and Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Yes. So Wolfenstein 2 and Mario Odyssey are probably my two most anticipated games of the year right now, and they're both coming out on that same day. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> less like less than a week later, Call of Duty War, uh, World War II on yeah, November yeah, 3rd. Beat that game in five hours. So five hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Crackdown 3 on the 7th. Need for Speed Payback on the 10th. Okay. Lego I know you're Mar- excited about that, right? Yeah, I mm-hmm. like Need for Speed games, and I played them every couple of years. Uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, which yeah. I'm playing with your uh, Yeah, with sure, your, of course, yes. On, yes. Oddly enough, not on the Switch. PS4, really? Xbox One, PC, not, not huh. announced for Switch. Interesting. Maybe it's coming later for Switch. Uh, maybe, yeah. Um, do, 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 Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. Um, yeah, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon yeah. on the 17th. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the 17th. Right and there's a couple of like things here that are like uh, Xenoblade, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles is supposedly coming out this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Skyrim for Switch is coming out oh, this right, year. Oh, right, yes, yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Uh, it doesn't have December. I mean, this is uh, this article is from like uh, less than a week ago, and they don't really have any December games really uh, releasing here. Uh, so I, don't want, I wonder if there's not, any, maybe any big ones slated for the December. I mean, usually that's where Far Cry slots in is mm-hmm. December. Uh, that's next year. That's next. They decided spring. to actually move it forward. Yeah, which is a smart thing. I mean, there might be things that slip into December. I mean, yeah, but I mean, in October alone, you have Shadow of War, Destiny, well, Destiny on PC, Assassin's Creed, Mario, Wolfenstein, like that is, and and the two big car games, Forza and Gran Turismo. Yeah, with South Park, mm-hmm. like, and and the horror game and the if, Evil Within. Like that is a stacked month. If South Park hadn't already been delayed multiple times, I would have get I would I would have guessed that it would have, it would slip into 2018. But I don't think they're going to delay it again. No, um, it's just been too much. So I think it'll definitely come out. But that's a game that's going to get swallowed up. I think by everything else around it. Yeah, like this year has been just out of control. And that doesn't include, obviously, like the digital only stuff that's going to come out in in that time period. I mean, Battlegrounds is going to be out somewhere on there on Xbox One. Yeah, supposedly November is yeah. the the date where they don't have that listed here, but supposedly. I am fascinated to see what happens with that game when it hits console. Yeah. Because um, full controller support is in the PC version now. Yeah. You can use controllers it's not, now. That's not far. No. No, no, and the Xbox, the, the PS4 version can't be. I would, I would assume, not super far. Off. I would say early 2018. Yeah, um, uh, I, I would, I, you know, I think, yeah, definitely. I think they probably paid for like, oh, just whenever you, just so we can have it first. Like, give us a couple months. Like, I think that's what all they said to him. Uh, Battlefront Two is, I'm really excited mm-hmm. to play that. Yeah, uh, me too. That's late November, which I'm glad for. It gives me like two solid months of Destiny, and oh yeah, I, it's so funny because you, you say that. I'm sure you're excited about the multiplayer big time for battlefront 2 yeah and yeah. so like the hard part for me is like my group was so into destiny that none of them really liked battlefront yeah and I, I mean i liked battlefront a decent amount yeah, i remember you liked it a lot um 
and I couldn't really get anybody to play with me. I mean, our group has expanded. Yeah, I mean, now you'll be fine. Is, I think. I think expanded. I think we'll considering find... who's in our uh, talking his family, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, we'll find more people to play. Uh, but yeah, I'm mean, like really excited about that game. But I think my most look forward to game for the rest of the year is is Odyssey. Yeah, it, 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 for me, it's either Odyssey or Wolfenstein. Uh, Wolfenstein for like the adult part of me, and mm. Odyssey. So I like. Do I? I must watch an Odyssey trailer with Jorah like once every three or four <laughs> days because he likes watching it and dancing to the song so much. <laughs> uh, and like that's I, awesome. I've played so much Nintendo this year, so much Mario. Like, I, on without, without even mentioning it, like I've beaten two Mario DS games this year. Um, what was it? Super Mario World Two or Super Mario New Super Mario Brothers? New 2? Super Mario Brothers Two and Mario Three D Land. Three D Land is an amazing. It's video a really game. good game. Yeah, not so great in two D though. Oh, you really need the three D oh, to like to yeah see some of that like some of those That's jumps no in the later castle levels are yeah no i couldn't imagine playing it without 3d you can't really see them it yeah. was trial and error yeah um, but yeah like i've beaten both of those games like i'm in the mood for a mario like a like an adult mario game i really wish they would port 3d worlds mm -hmm. to the switch That's because still might um that game was really good and I, I didn't get enough time to play it on wii u um plus Jorah would love it but yeah like i'm i'm really hyped for mario but wolfenstein looks just to be like that looks like a game like they took the pedigree of the first game. Like the first game was good. They got good yeah, reviews. I love the first game. Um, it was like one of these like uh, I don't want to say like a cult hit because you know it pro it did really well that year. Yeah, people yeah. recognized it. But like it was a game I needed to sit through like a, like an okay first hour or two for it to really shine. But like I think the shine on that game has gotten better and brighter. Mm -hmm the further we get away from it. So like taking a, a game that that's that good and then having a, a couple of years of polish and then coming out with a sequel, like I'm really excited to see what they do. Yeah, they released a new trailer the day we're recording this and it's just, it's literally a three minute trailer. The first two and a half minutes are like a fake, like, you know, 50s, 60s, black and white sitcom where like a little boy is eating a chocolate bar and his big brother walks in and is like, what are you doing? You can't do that. Like, it's all about like, oh, you're, you have to stay fit because it's like the state demands you stay fit. But if they're like laughing and stuff like that. And he's like, I'm still going to report you. And then it's like, ha, 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 ha. You know, he walks out. Um, and then it, then it cuts to like the gameplay. The gameplay. And it's yeah. just like crazy, like, you know, dual wielding giant guns. I think I'm like on, I'm on radio silence for gameplay. that now. Yeah, well, the only reason I watched it was because like I saw that they were like, and there's no, there's barely any of the game in it. And I was all like, right. okay, I want to watch this then. Um, That's great. Yeah, other stuff is, their marketing has been nuts. I'm really excited about that game. It looks awesome. Um, yeah, Mario Odyssey definitely, definitely up there for me. You know, I'm interested in whatever Assassin's Creed is going to be, but like, it's definitely not like a game where I'm like, oh, I'm probably going to get to it this year. It's, I'm uh, not going to get to that yeah. this year. I mean, there's still a couple of games from the beginning of this year that I haven't gotten to yet. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't gotten to Persona. Mm -hmm. And starting Persona is almost laughable at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you ain't finding an extra 100 hours. No, you should right just now. start it just to know. I'm going to, like, but yeah, before yeah. we sit down for end of the year talks, yeah. I'm going to have put in, I'm, I'm hoping, like, 10 hours. Yeah, 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 you can get a um, sense. At the, at but, point. like, I, I really wanted to play Gravity Rush 2. Oh, right. And yeah. I have heard really good things about it, and I haven't gotten to it yet. I really wanted to try Neo, mm -hmm. and I haven't gotten there yet. But, like, I think those are the only three from the beginning of the year that I haven't done. And then there's those small experiences, like what remains of Edith Finch. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that you can do. In a, you can do that in an evening. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a couple of other ones that I want. Like I want to see Absolver, not Absolver. Um, so yeah, Absolver is a game. It's not the game. I'm okay, thinking I was about. Saying. I'm thinking of the game that Sam tried and didn't like. The rogue like. Oh, Sundered. Sundered. Okay. Um, I'm really into the like the whole look of that game. Yeah, I've heard uh, very mixed things about Sundered. Some people yeah. have loved it. Some people have just not dug it at all. Uh, I watched the quick look of it, and like from what, uh, like people like its combat is very simple. And people wanted like more nuanced combat, mm -hmm. and like I don't care about that at all. Yeah, I care about just I, I can mash buttons and be happy. 
but the game looks really hard but has such a cool looking art style that i i want to bring back categories this year just so i could fight for that game <laughs> for more, like best looking i hope i hope that um what's it called i hope dead cells goes 1.0 and comes to console this year i would love that because that game is awesome but i would i would really take, like to take a look at that but i doubt very much it's coming out this year yeah me me either it, but it, it's you would love that game oh i'm sure it's i would like everything ex- i've seen about it looks great it's like exactly that game the, the game, game you would love um yeah and i mean i there's a couple games that, like short games that i want there's long games i need to get to too but there's short games i want to get to like thimbleweed park i'd like to play yeah. there's now that's coming to switch actually um, which is cool. I, I just bought it on the Steam sale on the PC, though, so I'll probably play it there. Oh, and Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania oh, comes yeah. out in, like, in, like, another week. Yeah, I'll play Sonic. I'll, play, I'll check out Sonic Mania. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big Sonic guy. I've never really been a big Sonic guy, but, like, a good old-school Sonic would be a cool game to play. Yeah, especially uh, on the Switch. Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. I mean, at this point, like, just give me all the indie games on the Switch so I can play them on my, my the handheld. Yeah. Um, let me ask you. You've played 15 hours of Splatoon. Do you play motion controls? No. You don't okay i can't like, i keep I, trying to i keep i'm like everyone says it's supposed to you're supposed to play this way i tried in the first game and i was like no the second game i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna play motion controls but i have this problem because of the way i hold a controller like it's always like you know the way i hold it like i'm constantly kind of flipping it around like even position where i hold the sticks oh, really? so like sometimes it's like face up like towards my stomach and then sometimes i'll turn it you know forward a little bit why are you so weird i don't know i don't know why i'm weird but i do it and so like i constantly have to re hit that button to like oh, recenter the camera it. yeah um i just can't get to it. and like and then like when i get in the moment like when i'm when i'm splatting paint it's fine but when i, when I'm, I have to like get into like a fight with somebody i just like forget the motion controls i'm doing him i wish i wish that it was just um like horizontal vertical um or, I'm, I'm sorry like just just vertical mm-hmm. it's the like it's the move like i feel like because you're still using the stick yeah it's like a mixed thing, thing. It's, it's a mixed thing like you're still using the right stick to mm-hmm. look to your uh, to mm-hmm. your right yeah so you can move to the yeah so yeah. like it, like that part throws me off if it was just straight motion mm-hmm. i think i could i could get around it yeah. like pretty easily and i could see where its strength lies but like using the sticks plus the motion like yeah. throws me off because like I'll use the controller to, to like look that way because I'm using the controller for the other way. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm trying to turn to the right and I'm using the controller. I'm not getting there. Yeah. So like I keep dying to it. And mm. so I'm like, all right, I haven't hit the wall yet. When I hit the wall, then I'll try learning. But yeah. like I'm having way too much fun right now to try learning this backwards ass thing. And that's what I was wondering. I wish they had the option where like I could just leave the other stick on. So that if I wanted to use it in the pinch, I could. Yeah. You know, that's what I wish I could do. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've never been able to hit them. And I know that people say like, the people who are really good at the game, like that's what they use and it makes them so much better at it. But like, you know, the thing is like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to be the person that invests probably like hundreds of hours into Splatoon yeah. to where I get to that point where it's necessary for me to play that way. Right um i'm playing it and just having fun with it right yeah like, i got it i, I we're, we're spread so thin like I, I i can't imagine putting and i really like the game but like i, I can't imagine putting like three four five hundred hours into splatoon no. 2. now watch i it'll probably happen yeah uh but like I, i'm not i'm never going to get to that level cap where i feel like i'm going to need it to survive at all right it's just like for me it's like that it's that it's that thought of like i'm using the inferior control scheme that bothers me i, I guess. know but i'm the type of person that like wants to play on pc with a controller and beat people yeah. so that way i could be like i beat you with a controller on the yeah. pc and, but that's the thing like, if i was playing battlegrounds and i was playing with a controller i would be always thinking like would i be better with the mouse and keyboard yeah, you know probably um so like that's that's what how i feel when i play it but it, I should just play it with the fucking controls because I, I'm getting more discouraged trying to play the motion controls. Yeah, don't do that. And I don't play in long enough chunks for it yeah. to be like that's the problem. Is like I don't I don't spend 
two hours, three hours playing Splatoon. Like I'll play, I'll turn it on. I'll play like three or four matches and I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'll maybe later, maybe the next day I'll play three or four matches, but like I never put like a huge chunk of time into it. So I never feel like I'm, I'm, I'm learning enough quickly. And then we're probably going to wrap up. Yes. Um, I'm at the point in smite now where I am being outplayed consistently because you could tell like a, there's people using keyboards because it is so much better to use a keyboard mm-hmm. and mouse of course. than a controller. But like there's things that you could do to change the buttons, like the button configurations. Like if I want to do any of my attacks, my abilities, there are the face buttons. That's what they're defaulted as. And that's what they've always been at. Like, I don't know, like six, seven months ago, Eric was like, yeah, I switched them to the triggers. And he's like, so that way you never take your thumbs off the sticks. Cause there are times where it's like, you're doing it. Like you're trying to like aim at a person and you're also hitting square. And now you're like, well, I can't let go because he's moved. I have to like, kind of like mm-hmm. move my hand into a claw to right, yeah. follow him around. Yeah. So, like, I know that I'm going to have to do that and, like, put them up on the top. It is going to ruin my life for, like, n- like the next 10 <laughs> yeah, hours. Yeah, definitely. That for sure. Because I'm going to be constantly hitting the wrong buttons all the time. And mm-hmm. so, like, it, it's in the same way for Splatoon. It's like, if you haven't been playing first-person shooters your whole life, mm-hmm. I'm sure the motion controls are, like, much easier to grasp because yeah. you're not setting your ways. Mm-hmm. But for us, we're like, uh, I've been playing first-person shooters mm-hmm. a thousand hours a year yeah. for the last decade. Yeah. So it, to break my brain is super hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm eventually, we'll see. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to do it for our, our podcast this week. Follow us on Twitter at Talking underscore Games. Games at TalkingComicBooks.com is that email address. Uh, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Talking Games. And uh, YouTube, YouTube.com. 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 I'm in Splatoon mode. YouTube.com slash talking games videos. Uh, you can find um, all of our archived videos. We've got a what is for Splatoon. We've got a ton of Battlegrounds videos. Um, Sam has her lady's choice. She just did Dust Cause 3. She does a what is down well. Uh, Cody and Sam have been doing Heroes Hideout. Um, so there's a lot of stuff up there. If you're interested in Destiny 2, there's some stuff up there too. Um, check that stuff out for sure. Uh, this Friday morning, uh, as usual, 8.30 a.m. Eastern, a uh, little morning PUBG. We're going to be a full murder squad again because Hugh has off of work. Nice. So it's going to be me, Chuck, uh, Hugh, and Megs trying to go for that chicken dinner or at least try not to shoot each other. That's probably the first goal. Good luck. And then we'll move on to the next goal. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> this video, we, we streamed it this weekend, but we did it impromptu, so not many people watched it. So the video will be out, I think, tomorrow. Uh, Hugh and I played some PUBG, and uh, just the two of us, and we tried their first-person only server how'd that go i would okay it's really weird when you're when you've played 70 hours of a game doing it one way and then have to play it in first person um especially where the driving is so strange oh i bet because you have to stay in third person first person the only time you'd be in third person is when you're jumping out of the plane um because if you do that in first person that would be like sickness simulator um but uh when they load you into the lobby there's like, you know, there's like the, it's loading everything in. So it's going slowly. And when they first load you in, you're inside the skull of your character. So you can see like the inside of the eyeballs and the mouth. <laughs> it's like a nightmare zone. Oh, wow. Yeah. That makes me want to play this game. Never. <laughs> yeah. Um, first, yeah, the, the thing, the most jarring thing was the driving and it's like the picking up items and stuff is weird, uh, but they, did, they added in animations for like the healing items finally because it didn't have animations you yeah. just use them so there's like a bandaging animation and stuff and uh make animation but there's also like a painkiller animation so he puts painkillers in his hand and he eats them um and there's an energy drink animation and he just like chugs the energy drink and then throws it on the ground now and so it rolls on the ground it's almost out of early access 
<laughs> Almost. Uh, but anyway, um, check out all those videos. Um, I'm sure there'll be another. We'll, we're trying to figure out, Justin's trying to figure out now how to get better quality uh, girl, guy in a payload videos yeah. um, out. For right now, it might just be a streaming thing. Yeah, so catch it on Twitch. We'll you know, be on our Twitter and, and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and we're going to stream some Monster Closet tonight, and then that'll be on YouTube. Uh, next Wednesday, um, Outlast Two. Let's just get it over with. None of, neither of us are looking forward to it, um, but uh, thank you uh, to everyone who's watched the videos and liked and subscribed. It's it's been awesome. Things yeah. have been growing. And it's been great. Um, so that's gonna do it for the Talking Games podcast for this week. Until next week, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another. <laughs>